Hey everyone, this is Dan Holman with The Wealthy Retailer and today I'm bringing you a special COVID-19 conversation. I've asked Ashley Alderson from the Boutique Hub to join me with, with her perspective, the guidance that she's sharing and her expertise that she brings her hub membership. Ashley, welcome this morning. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks again, Dan. It is absolutely my pleasure. Well, um, to say disruption, to say crisis, to say almost apocalypse, you know, doesn't even feel real right now. We're a few weeks into this deal um, and we're seeing, uh, you know, shelter in place messaging. We're seeing stores shut down. What, what are you hearing? You know, what, what's your part of the world look like? Oh, man. Well, you know, certainly chaos, I think, like everywhere else. And, you know, the message that that I really took home yesterday and the action that I saw so much yesterday, specifically in, in the last couple of days, as everyone's gotten used to the chaos, is there's really two choices. You can panic and you can let yourself go with the fear and, you know, knowing that it's going to be a disruption and worry about your business and really go down a negative path here. Or you can choose to overcome. And what I've started to see in the retail community and supporting one another with new ideas and, you know, helping brick and mortars that maybe haven't been familiar with live selling before, or they're now going to start going online because their brick and mortars have been mandated to close. There's just been so much support and outpouring of love in our community. And I'm really excited about that because even though we are living in this time of chaos and disruption, I still think there's so much opportunity here. And it's a mindset choice of, am I going to let the fear come or am I going to take the bull by the horns here and make something happen and help my customer, help my community and really save my business at the same time? Mm, yeah, very good. So, I mean, here we are on, I don't know, are we March 17th or March 18th today? You know, producer Rob just gave me the flash and I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we really are, I feel like... Um, you know, on this downhill slide, that does, I don't mean that to be negative. I just mean that, you know, we've started on the downhill here. We've started coasting from the peaks that we were in, you know, on March 1st to where we are a couple of weeks into the month. And we're not really sure how far this ride is going to last or how long it's going to last. And so, you know, what's the message of perseverance? What are we saying, you know, as, as messaging, even even from all levels of government, all other retailers, you know, every, every big box retailer is shuttering, you know, their doors with, you know, a social conscious message, but also, you know, we're still here for you online. So what's the message of perseverance for our retailer today? Well, I think the neat thing about being an independent retailer and the thing that we're going to see through this crisis is that people still want to do business with people. They want to do business with businesses they, they know, like, and trust. And I think from a strategy standpoint, there's, you know, we're, we're shutting down businesses to be socially conscious and, uh, and because we're mandated in a lot of cases. Right. But our marketing online still gives us an opportunity to build relationships in ways that big box retailers can't. So yeah. even if someone isn't purchasing something from you, from a live sale or from a website or whatever, you're still in their home. You're still on the couch with them because of their phone. You're right there with them. You're supporting them. You're relating with them. And money follows eyeballs at the end of the day. If you can keep your engagement up 
and stay in touch with your community through this entire crisis, they're going to be there for you. And when the season comes around again, right, when the sunshine comes out again, they're going to be there ready to buy from you. And your business is going to sustain through this process. Agreed. And that's because you stood beside them, you've supported them, and you didn't yeah. abandon them. You know, I've said, exactly. I don't know, I, I can't, I, I don't know the number of times I've said it this week. No business has ever saved themselves by cutting expenses alone. We've got to drive to survive. We've got to mm -hmm. figure out how to do business now. And is it fair to say that we have to push on a different cord with her today? You know, we've talked to her about choice and curation, you know, all the things that make our boutique unique in the past, mm -hmm. are we talking differently to her today? Man, uh, well, I, I first I just need to echo that you can't save a business by <laughs> cutting expenses alone. I, I feel like I've been saying that exact same thing for the past couple of days. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think you do have to push on a little bit different cord. And, and that is you still have to have fun. You yes. still have to show up. There's all the technicalities of business, right? Like you said, it's your your product and your branding and all the things. But right now, I think you just have to show up and be a source of joy. And that's through marketing and that's through social media. And you can't quit buying. You can't quit bringing in good pieces. I'm really concerned because I know while everyone's shutting down expenses and orders are on hold and everything, I'm worried that the second you stop ordering or you stop curating and you stop posting new arrivals, your business is going to stop. So you have to keep some forward momentum with curating things. And, and maybe they aren't brand, brand new. Maybe you've had them. Maybe they're slightly aged, but you're restyling, you're reshooting, you're reposting, right. and you're still having fun and being a positive source of light for your customers. I, I can't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And I'm going to say, you know, from a guy that spends you know, 50% of his life coaching people on inventory and how to manage and effectively mm -hmm. drive their business with good inventory or good merchandise intelligence, you know, I'm still mm -hmm. one of those people that are saying, you know, let's let our foot off the buying gas and apply, you know, pressure to the, to the revenue line, to the selling of our inventory. And mm -hmm. freshness is taking a back seat right now. I might, I might get shot. Somebody might not agree with this, but freshness absolutely mm -hmm. takes a back seat. But what doesn't take a back seat is our ability to show goods, regardless of when they arrived, regardless of their season, mm -hmm. in a fresh light. You know, I can go and pull something out yeah. that's 60, 90, 120 mm -hmm. days old and show it differently. And my intention mm -hmm. is simply to motivate her to inspire her, mm -hmm. to get her to take the action that I need her to take. And yes, absolutely. I, you know, I feel like, I feel like shop local is becoming, you know, permission to play. It's trite. It's overused. It's, I shouldn't say overused. It's not being used effectively. And today that shop local, that support your local boutique, your local independent retailer, now has mm -hmm. true meaning, a truer meaning than it has had. Do you agree or disagree? Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I've been saying this, you know, for the past year, I would say just with like the retail apocalypse that's happened, <laughs> that, you know, customers are, or consumers today are getting so accustomed now to going to smaller retailers, but I think this is going to just push the needle even further. Because, again, going back to that, I know, like, and trust, 
I walk through fire with this person. Mm. Like, this is a real family that pays taxes in my community, that's supporting charity in my community, and it's right here, shoulder to shoulder with me. I think that's going to continue to be a huge, huge thing. So I think one thing retailers should really work on through this time is, you know, just like you were talking about sharing those pieces, recurating pieces, restyling, reshooting, reshowing, um, product education as a whole. Here's your time to go in and do closet clean out with your customers. Here's your time to come in and do VIP one-on-one personal styling and really using clientele to your advantage. This is your time to give customer service like you've never been able to do it before. And when you do, that's when word of mouth happens in your business that's going to spread faster than any paid social media you could ever do. Very well said, Ashley. Very well said. Um, okay. Um, one last little, you know, kicker for retail. You know, while they're in this crisis, what's the, what's the one thing even if it's a if it's repetition, what's the one thing they need to hear from us right now? Don't take your foot off the gas. Don't you got to keep going. Yeah, you've got to show up, and and you've got to have a personal relationship with your customers. So you, the business owner, if you're not yet the face of your business, you have to figure out a way to be. You've got to get on video, have you know personal content, stories, pieces that are relational. You have to show up as the leader of your business because they'll relate to you. They don't relate to doing business with a corporation. And if you're not present, that's what it feels like. You've got to get visible, show up, get online, get through video, and don't slow down just because everyone else in the world is slowing down. What a great answer. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me this morning. I very, very, very much appreciate it. Oh, man. So happy to be here. Happy to help people today. Thank you.